0: Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, you're listening to Matt, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's Creep Show 2019. This episode is really good. We really liked it. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's a very special month, a very special intro. It might be Shocktober! Shocktober. Or, as I like to call it, Transmissions Tober. Oh. Oh. I am Matt Noss, and with me at the table, my two best friends in the whole wide <gasps> world. Why, it's Matt Rose and Jen Hansen! Yay! Uh, we are taking a break from our normal course of action which is monsters wa- watching 90s anthology horror monsters we're putting them on the shelf for put in October. a little box
1: it's so we'll a, be right back buddy it's
0: just in a little box it's okay we put it back on the shelf and we opened a shiny brand new present shutter has released creep show 2019 episode one episode one is what we're talking about today
1: and it is so good. It's, I can't wait. It's so good. You know, when you've been starving for three years, yeah, when you you've don't been realize how hungry sawdust, you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Let's go back to the beginning, right? Because our focus on this podcast is anthology horror. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the show for three years, and we have watched the entire Tales, Tales from, from the, the Dark, Dark Side. Side. We watched Creep Show and Creep Show 2
2: and uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Yep.
1: Uh, And we are halfway through Monsters right now. Our focus has been anthology horror. And especially starting in 80s anthology horror, moving into 90s anthology horror. We're working with the budget that was allotted for the time, which was money, Not much. No money.
0: Just a a dream and a wish. Yeah. And syndication money. Yes. And here we are face-to-face with Creepshow 2019 on Shudder. With a budget, with K and doing the effects, and with yeah.
1: great love for that nostalgia and that yeah. wanting to have that throwback,
0: it's as if they knew that we had been doing this for three years. Come on, like, throw them you know, a bone. Yeah, you know what, guys, we're gonna we're gonna help them out. Let's yeah. show them how it's done. Now, longtime fans, longtime listeners, will go back to the Creep Show episode that we recorded. In October of 2017. Mm -hmm. And um, you'll know that we loved it. We absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. We loved Creepshow 1. We were okay fans of Creepshow 2. Mm -hmm. Didn't love it as much. Creepshow 2019. Anthology horror is back. I have never asked this question in the history of the show. What, in your opinion, makes good anthology horror? Hmm. Well,
2: I think... uh... I think what makes good anthology and this is going to be such a cop out answer and I'm, so what I what makes good horror <laughs> no what what makes good storytelling period right I mean it, it anthology horror is just you don't have to serialize something right you, every every week you have a different story and as long as you stick to good storytelling it really doesn't matter I don't I don't think there's like a silver bullet for good anthology horror, I mean I think that with Tales from the Crypt, you had the wraparound of the Crypt Keeper. Mm. Um but you know, with with Tales and Monsters, you had the intro and you had the outro, and they were bare. consistent. Yeah, they were yeah, they were I mean they were the same <laughs> yeah. thing every time.
1: I uh, think kind of going, going in in a similar way, the storytelling. I think <sighs> if you can get stories that really are best told in that short amount of time mm-hmm. that maybe wouldn't stretch out to a great movie, but really you can get just that condensed version where you can still get the the scares, the interesting story, whatever it is, covered front to back in that amount of time. Um, the same way in fiction, I think there are things that are better short stories than there are yeah. novels. I, I have always been a bigger fan of Stephen King's short stories, than mm-hmm. I, I have been of most of his books. Like, I love... Well, his, um, his
2: books are long. <laughs> yes.
1: And you if you pull, uh, yeah, a third out of each one, I mm-hmm. think they're great. It'd still yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But Grey Matter that is in this episode mm-hmm. is, uh, is from Night Shift. Night Shift is a fantastic collection oh, of yeah. uh, Stephen King short stories. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, That's yeah. That's a fucking great
2: <clears throat> short story.
1: So Anthology Horror Television, I think, is the same the same way. You've got that you know it's got to clip along it's got to hit those beats
0: mm-hmm. in my mind and it, it will come back to classic storytelling but it is leaving it's that leaving out the right information and and painting in the right information yes. mm-hmm. there is we have seen enough fail and where it always tends to fail is either they're trying to ham-fist way too much in
1: it... Over-exposition.
0: Oh, yeah, the haunted exposition dump, yeah. Yeah, like, there's, they're trying to do too much in the time, or the plot is too whisper-thin. It's yeah. a very delicate dance. Yeah. And
1: yeah, mm-hmm. almost like and I, I think it almost at times makes it makes it more difficult than a movie because you can have a little extra fat in a movie or scenes that yeah. don't, you know, work or maybe didn't get trimmed but overall the movie is great. You only in anthology horror, I mean at least in the stuff that had, had aired previously, 22, 22, 22 minutes. Um so you have to Every every moment has to be purposeful and planned and moving a plot forward.
2: Right, and if you if you had like the premium services, so you had Tales from the Crypt,
1: it, you could you could
2: pad it out a couple minutes. Yeah,
1: maybe you'd get forty minutes,
2: or 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 even like twenty eight or something. Mm-hmm. Right, like six minutes can make a big difference. Sure, but yeah, with with anthology horror, it was usually thirty minutes. I know that uh, that Twilight Zone had some sixty minute episodes. Um, but you, I mean, you're right. You want to whittle it down to the essentials. You want to hit all the beats and you, you don't have room for the, the extra scenes that you will with a two hour and 48 minute mm-hmm. adaptation of the second thing of it. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, that movie had some stuff that you could cut out.
1: I think there's also a parallel, and we don't have to get super deep into this, but there's a parallel between anthology horror and sketch comedy, um, whereas you are not going to like, I'm not going to enjoy every single one. Not mm-hmm. Every single one is not for every single person. It's almost like jazz in a way, or or an album. that I'm going to have an album that I love, and there's going to be two tracks that I fast forward through every time.
0: In Transmissions history, there's been famous openings. Tales from the Dark Side had man live in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Monsters has the theme song with um, the monster family. Mm -hmm. Creepshow opens up right out the gate with fan service. Yep. The first image that you see in Creepshow is a callback to the crate. From The Crate.
1: And yeah. it is one of one million Easter eggs that we will see. I am sure I missed half of the Easter eggs.
0: There is no way I caught them all because I'm not that astute of a Stephen King studier.
1: So please, on Facebook or on our social, please let us know the ones that we missed. Throw them in. Yeah. Uh, I
0: reached out to Sean Clorin for some <laughs> Easter eggs that he caught. It is rampant. Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, I mean, some it's, of them are very obvious and others are... Kind of hidden,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So we open on a crate being opened by uh, a puppet version of the creep,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the crate is full of creep show epi- uh, uh, issues of creep show magazine.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: How do you guys
1: feel about the creep puppet?
3: Um, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't. I wasn't
4: crazy about
2: the the creep puppet. Um, it looked. I don't want to say cheap. But I didn't think that it
0: looked great. It felt very similar to the one in the first movie.
1: It felt very it did, puppety. It did, it yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's a that's a really so good point. So maybe that, that was that is, a that way. A really good point. Maybe
1: I, that was a way for them to say, you know, we're doing some practical effects where this is a throwback. Yeah. Um, you know, it's yeah. for a puppet, it looked great.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I've,
1: it was telling you exactly what you are going to be watching. I yeah. will be
0: honest; I was happier with the creep puppet than if they would have done what they did in Creep Show Two.
1: Uh, the intro was cool because it wasn't; it was not playful necessarily. It was cool. It was almost like the um, the Marvel Comics intro, sort of like comic book kind of coming to yeah. life, telling you that this was a, a comic book story coming. Yeah. Um, but it was all three D comics, so. It it was a very cool treatment. What yeah, did you think really about the, the art? I thought it was cool.
0: I really liked the art. I enjoyed it too. It was a little bit different than what I was expecting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Make me. It,
0: it was it was for me too. Um are
2: you not, are you specifically referring to like when they're kind of showing um beats from the the upcoming episodes like where you see a wolfman and stuff or are you talking about when they actually get to the art where it's like the internal pages of a creep show comic.
0: I'm more referring to when we see the creep puppet become freeze-framed art. Oh, I like that. It's just a different style. Mm-hmm. It it didn't impact me at all. I was just like, "Oh, that's a different style." Much different, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, totally playing with the EC Comics feel. Yeah, yeah it totally works. I love the stark colors. I love mm-hmm the way that it feels the intro is perfect in what it's trying to set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is a very hard thing to do because there's not, they can't really give anything away mm-hmm. because if you give away a plot point in anthology horror, it's very The different. end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it has one plot point. So
0: I don't know if there was any other uh, spoilers per se, but uh, we get to the first Uh, story of the episode which is indeed gray matter it is customary around these parts still that we guess what this episode's about based on title alone we call it the dark side guess and who would like to go first i'll go first gray matter on the scientific research vessel
2: icarus one the bodies of the recently deceased crew members have begun to rise now it's up to the remaining crew to survive the onslaught of the undead and the approaching hurricane they were sent to investigate
1: is that
0: uh, 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 Event Horizon? No. Okay. <clears throat> I, I hate that movie, it. so I hope not. <laughs> Gray matter. Brains, <laughs> says scientist Sasha Fostovich of the Cambridge Medical Center, are the key to everything. To prove if the professor is right, he will perform a daring experiment to switch his brain with his lovers.
1: Oh. Gray Matter. I've read this story a million times, so I didn't bother writing a dark side guess.
3: <laughs> so you
2: were familiar with this one. I, I also so. I also read Night Shift, so I I knew of the story. Um I was really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So
0: I thought they did a good adaptation. Just yeah. To bury Sorry, guys. Unfortunately,
1: none of these guesses were correct. So Jen, us up with the sweet deets? All right. So we watched, uh, this is the first episode of Creepshow. This is part one called Grey Matter. This episode, first episode was directed by Greg Nicotero, who's also producing and uh, executive creator on the series. Greg Nicotero, I think anybody listening to the show would know, Greg Nicotero has done everything horror for. A very long time. He is a special effects machine. Started KNB effects with Howard Berger and Robert Kurtzman.
2: Yeah, he was a soldier in Day of the Dead.
1: Yep. He uh, he assisted uh, his first uh, gig was assisting Savini with Day of the Dead. He worked on Creepshow 2. Uh, he's done a ton for Walking Dead directed 31 episodes of that did the special effects for it um Army of Darkness pulp fiction kill bill from Dusk till Dawn all the um i mean Jesus. really anything modern horror um uh very much a Savini uh disciple uh so he's done he's done a lot um and he's great and i'm i met him once did i tell you guys the story about no, how i oh god no at, uh, um, when I was, my first year of college was at um, Grand Valley State University and there was a big storm and I decided to cut through a building and it was around Halloween and this was 1995 and um, Greg Nicotero was, was there in a auditorium with like seven students doing a presentation where he brought... Um, You know, the the ear from Reservoir Dogs and the um, the severed head from Casino and um, like all of these things. And was just talking about the special effects business. Did you just
2: make a beeline for the
1: dead? (laughs) And yeah, I was like, what the fuck is happening? How am I in this? And he was lovely.
2: Um, He seems like he's a really cool guy.
1: Yeah. Heard, you know, mixing since then at that time when I met him, he was lovely. Um, and it was, yeah, very weird, very happy to see how far he's gone. Uh, episode was written by Byron Willinger and Philip de Blasi. Uh, they wrote this episode together. They've written one more, uh, episode of this 2019 version of Creepshow. They also wrote The Commuter, uh, which is a movie with, uh, the guy from Crank. What's his name?
2: Jason Statham.
1: Jason Statham. Thank you. Uh this is based on a Stephen King story which was uh, originally published in The Men's Magazine Cavalier. Oh
3: hell no. hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> Show a little ankle boys. And uh was later published in the anthology Night Shift. <clears throat> Episode features Adrienne Barbeau. Uh she is one of the like old school I it, I don't she's not a scream queen but she's like I don't know. Yeah.
0: She also is a walking Easter egg.
1: She (laughs) one thousand percent, yeah um she was previously married to john carpenter and was Mm -hmm. in many of his movies she was in escape from new york the fog uh she was also in swamp thing she was in many episodes of carnival um outside of horror she was in many episodes of maud uh she was also in the original creep show movie in the crate segment Mm
2: -hmm. she played billy
1: she played billy that's correct Tobin Bell is the chief in this episode, uh, most famous for playing John Kramer, aka Jigsaw, in the Saw, Saw franchise. Mm-hmm. Jesse C. Boyd played Richie, the dad. He was in Mindhunter. Hunter. Uh, I haven't finished watching the second season. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he is going to appear in more of this creep show, uh, the, the new 2019 2019? creep cool. show. Uh, he's also been in tons of TV. Giancarlo mm-hmm. Esposito. Uh, played Doc, uh, know him best as I do anyway, as, as Gus, Gus yep. in Breaking Bad. He was also Jack Bear in The Usual Suspects, bugging out and Do the Right Thing. He's been in, but he's, he's popped up in a million things here and there. It's great. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, in he's, I, I, trading places, he's like in the jail cell. And I'm just <laughs> like, hey, oh my God. hey buddy, <laughs> how you doing? uh christopher nathan played timmy he is uh, a few small credits uh but he uh crushed this
0: yeah so the comic book is cracked wide open Mm -hmm. we see a pane that says the name of the episode which is gray matter but on the side of it
1: is the description from the creep it is the creep telling you about the episode and he's saying, "Welcome, kitties, Welcome to Creep Show. The first frightful the first fable frightful sends chills down, down my, um, down my spine. spine. I needed to take refuge in the night owl and night figured a harrow supreme might calm my nerves. One slug will change your life, and life. Not, for not for the better. The storm's coming, so I better get on with it. This terrifying tale is called Gray Matter.
0: Now, they don't read that in the episode. They do not. It's interesting. It goes by pretty quick." It, it does. I had to pause it. it I did too. <laughs> I did too. Is that because
1: it's un? I think it's it's fun and unnecessary. And I I looked through the rest of the other ads through the so as. The episode is going, I did, I did um, you're seeing also the ads, so it's the experience of, of reading one of these old EC comics that had all these ads for the X-Ray mm-hmm. Specs and other things there. So there are little Easter eggs even in these things. So oh, I, I love Lady Frankenstein. Oh, Lady Frankenstein <laughs> is amazing. Yeah.
0: It, it's a, it's an advertisement for Choose Your Mask, and one of them is Lady Frankenstein. I really liked Voodoo Zombie myself. That's a pretty good one too. Lady Get Frankenstein
1: was my stuff. favorite. The, as the ads flip, there's also an ad for... Um, uh, a real mobile tank. I think this yes, is before. Fits two kids. Fits two kids. <laughs> absolutely not a cardboard box. Is, <laughs> enough, is so great.
0: I loved. I loved every tongue-in-cheek part yeah. of those commercials
1: because it's done with love. There's so much you could tell that it's not just. It's not just making fun of. Of something. These are guys, you can, you know, Nicotero you know, and Savini and everybody just poured over these and oh, yeah. poured over that. that oh, you Dick know, the monster book. To, you you know. know,
0: Savini went home, pulled out some easy comic, and was like, these. We yes, need these. In there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the door from The Creep Show opens wide up. <gasps> and we are welcome to a storm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hurricanes coming. Storms ruined. We got voices on the radio telling you, batting down the hatches!" It's Hurricane Charlie, and it's now a category, category four. four. It's the worst hurricane to hit these parts since uh, 1954. Mm-hmm. The storm of 1954, and then we go into, I guess, the small. It's a. It seems it's like a diner. small town. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: it's a very small town. Um, and are we in Bangor? Uh, you know, I'm not sure where. We're
1: somewhere in Maine, thanks, Stephen King.
2: Right. Um, so one thing that I just wanted to point out is, is all the things that we were talking about, you hear a voiceover from a radio and it's going through the different panes. Like it's like a camera going from pain to pain. Like you would read a comic. Uh, and I just wrote, whoa, they use still images in a voiceover to tell a story <laughs> because I'm so used to haunted exposition dump where they just back up a garbage truck and dump All that stuff on us. And this was like, okay, they just told me everything I need to
0: know to set up this thing. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time listening to this, we don't know what to do because this is good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: They told a story right. (laughs) I don't know what to do with my hands.
0: (laughs) They cut into the diner, but it's also like one of those... It kinda of seems like it's a gas station. It yeah. Convenience yeah. center. This is a small restaurant. town
1: and it's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. So this is the store for the town. It is a diner, it is a convenience store. You can get your gas. I, you I can have, get a can of soup. It's apparently. a it's a full flying J.
0: Right. I I have definitely seen this before. So it's kind of a convenience center with a restaurant mm-hmm. with, and it is ramshackled. Yeah. It looks yeah. like the hurricane already came. And we meet the chief uh
2: nailing nails into a board, and as he walks into the uh the diner diner, we see a bunch of missing pet flyers. yes I thought that was important
1: One of them was cujo uh, I saw that on my second uh my second viewing. Um, I've
2: only watched it once and I want to watch it again that's great. it's great it's great it's great on second viewing too
1: yeah. So the chief Doc and Mrs. Parmley, Mrs. Dixie Parmley are Dixie, hanging yeah. out in the um in the diner and they are uh, you know there's evacuation notices about the hurricane. They're going to wait this out. They have been through these before. This is mm-hmm. these are the older people who just know how to how to hang hunker bed down. Like hunker yeah. down. Um but into the into the diner in a yellow rain slicker walks Timmy, Timmy. Grenadine. Uh, and he's wearing what looks an awful lot like Georgie's coat. It does. It yeah.
2: he, When he walks in, and you can't from see it. his face. Yeah, yeah, you just see Georgie right there. Uh, uh, and, and I just wanted to to point out that she says that she has $876.43 from the proceeds because they just got ransacked by all the people looking for supplies. I don't know if $876.43 means anything, but if someone can tell us... Please let us know because they were very specific in that amount of money.
0: So here's a quick question to everybody. Um, What's going on? No. (laughs) (laughs) Whose house is this? Whose house is this? What's (laughs) happening? Where's my brother? Where's my
1: wife? This is not my beautiful house. This
0: convenience store looks wrecked, right? It does. It absolutely does. And we're just starting the episode.
1: The last pineapple and plenty ripe too. (laughs) going to be a pie
0: <laughs> when timmy walks in uh i don't know what enters first that raincoat or his bangs
1: mm-hmm. because oh, that is some hair bro
0: bro's got bangs for days mm-hmm. he can't see no. my man is blinded by the light he is emo he's a scene kid mm-hmm. um <laughs> his white belt is
1: glaring he is
0: a joy to behold yeah and
1: he's also, when I looked him up, he was younger than I realized because he seems like a, like an older teenager. In this. How old was he? Uh, I have to look it up, but just his picture, maybe it was an old headshot or something.
2: Um, but so, uh, Timmy walks in, uh, he says that his daddy wants his Harrow Supreme, mm-hmm. which is a beer. Um, and on the radio and that
0: brings me to the first terrifying thing of this episode the overuse of the word daddy oh yep. yeah yeah that let me just say that it creeped me out i don't like adults calling and we talked about this a couple yeah, of weeks several ago. times we did yeah. I do not like when adults or even like teenagers call their, call their dad's daddy daddy it's not it's not a super thing you should creepy, do. and they just lay on the horn
2: well, and to me like when when I kept hearing about the hurricane and i I heard Timmy's voice and his dad's voice, it made me think this was actually more like Florida than Banger or Castle Rock.
1: What year is it? Yes,
2: eighties. Uh, At least I'm. I'm pretty sure it's eighties because they're talking. About... I don't know if it was
1: eighties or seventies because the last hurricane was in the fifties, and I I couldn't remember if somebody said it's been uh, the, you know, twenty thirty years. Since. So
2: yeah, so he said that um, uh, that Doc's wife left him in the storm of fifty eight or fifty nine. And that it's been, I think he said, like 27 years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a good thing you've had someone to hang out with since. Yeah. So that puts some. So we're in late 70s, late, early 80s. Late 70s, early 80s, yeah. Um. So we also hear on the radio that the Grady twins have gone missing, which is a reference to The Shining. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the chief talks about how um, the wife... Left Doc, not because of him. It wasn't his fault, baby. It was the weather, yeah. which I guess I, I love you, but
1: I hate
0: the smog.
1: Well, goodbye. <laughs> it's it's very it's cool, you know that that is Stephen King does love to write his his small city, you know he does his small city talk.
2: And
0: so small city talk.
1: Oh, did welcome. you go see Small City Talk?
0: Oh God, they opened up for Yesterday's Bridge.
1: Oh God, it was <laughs> a pretty good show. I thought so. Yeah. Um so she is so so Timmy is there to get us Hero Supreme for Daddy in his Georgie raincoat. Um and he is he seems a little spooked. He frankly. does seem very spooked. Um but Dixie goes to the back, gets him that, uh, that that crate of beer and she's trying to wipe some green crap off of the case of mm-hmm. beer. How,
0: How did you all describe this box of beer? Oh I I, I I did because I wrote dusty ass mold box.
1: Oh, it is
3: well, yeah, that is that's correct. <laughs> that,
0: that is
2: very accurate, Matt.
0: She's dusting it off, but don't worry, Tammy's going to pay for it in ecto dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I wrote slimy money, so.
1: Uh, it's about this time, also, that the radio mentions that they have suspended the search for, for the Grady twins, twins. Yeah. for the Grady twins because the weather is so bad. Um, and Timmy is straight spooked and just starts to ramble on and is well, like, Daddy is sick. Daddy's is sick, and he I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back. Don't send me back. Don't send me back. He makes me call him daddy.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just don't want daddy. Be don't feel back. too good. <laughs> wow. Well,
0: there is a moment here where his acting does a complete like it's very obvious but it's also a misdirect mm-hmm. and it's very cool mm-hmm. the chief goes want us to go see your paw, son and he's like no yes yes <laughs> yeah. butter
1: yeah. yourselves first <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes i brought a can of lowry seasoning salt yeah. hold on Please put, put wrap yourself in this glad bag. <laughs> Please go stand by bit. the
1: radiator for four hours before you do. <laughs> um, so Chief and Doc are gonna go see. Uh, uh, Dixie is concerned about this about uh, Timmy and is like, "No, you don't have to go home. Don't worry about it." Chief and Doc are gonna go bring him his beer and figure out what the hell's going on with Richie. While Dixie sits down with Timmy, makes him a meal. And Eggs. gets uh, kind of gets this story out of him,
0: and um, they're having this heart to heart, and Timmy starts. What's up? I'm sorry. Did, did we talk about George Kelso? What about George Kelso?
2: That was the it reference.
1: No.
0: No. Where would where's that fit? Uh. So
2: when um when it cuts to Chief and Doc while. Uh, like, when um, Timmy says, I don't want to go back. Don't send me back. Uh, Chief, or uh, Doc says to Chief, what do you think's got the kids so spooked? And uh, and Chief says, I haven't seen anyone that spooked since uh, uh, since George Kelso went into the sewers and came out. Saw the deadlights. <laughs> yeah, 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 something really spooked him, you know, and he was never the same after. Uh, and that is... Obviously, a, a reference to it and to Pennywise. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote down. I wrote that down and we were talking most like...
1: Wrote it down. Wrote down stuff. really cool and unlined, underlined it.
0: <laughs> it's really cool.
1: <laughs> All you cats out in Radio Land.
0: They, they're having this heart to heart and uh, he starts telling the story about his daddy.
1: So shortly after... So we go back to his history. Shortly after his mama died, daddy basically <laughs> shut down, became... Started drinking. An alcoholic. Um, <laughs> started drinking more and more of uh, his harrows. Um, and pretty soon he was drinking all day, uh, drinking all night, drinking Losing all day. Losing his job. Lost his yeah, job.
2: Everything was grinding him down. At first it was just, you know, the job. But then it was that the, um, the water pump in the truck went out or that, like, there was a fight on the the shop floor. Everything
0: started to grind him down. Well, what happens next is the second scariest part of the episode. Daddy drinks. Yeah. And he, uh, Timmy wakes up in his room and Daddy's Daddy in is... bed with him. Yeah. Daddy's sitting on the bed staring at him. This part, uh, again, not traditionally scary. Totally terrifying. Nick. Off-putting. Off-putting. Hey, Dad. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I just want to tell you I'm going to quit and start being your daddy.
0: I'm I'm, I'm
3: going to quit. Boop.
1: (laughs) Daddy got your nose. (laughs) While he is telling this story to Dixie about his dad getting worse and worse, his dad telling him he's going to quit. Of course he does not. Uh, We are also seeing the the men walking through this storm to go to Richie's house and see what the hell's going on.
2: Um, This is also where we find out that After his dad (laughs) lost his job, his primary source of income was drinking contests.
3: I was like, where are these
0: drinking contests? uh, I
2: wrote uh, good for drinking contests. Is that a
0: thing? (laughs) He he said the words (laughs) winning big in the
1: drinking contest. Yeah, that's how he supports us. Yeah, Winning
0: big? Like, okay. Number one. Have you ever been part of a drinking contest?
1: Just the online ones it's like an offshoot of PokerStars.com.
0: right yeah it's, drinking stars. it's drinkingstars.com. drinkingstars
1: dot com and you just you have to like skype while just fucking slamming them
2: what about you Matt have you ever oh yeah i have I have tried to outdrink people and it never ended well for me I can remember when when a friend of ours tried to outdrink you once. And I had to end up carrying them out to the car. <laughs> I've got an
0: improviser's liver.
1: <laughs> I used to own a bar in Nepal, and I would have these drinking contests. And then my ex walked in in the middle of it, and then the I was like, the Nazis were there. I'm like, I'm your goddamn partner. <laughs> this is
0: a very strange, like, explainer sentence. How did we get money? Daddy won drinking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Never in the history of f- failed fathers has there been.
1: He's still working, Matt. Okay, he's committed to this family.
2: He's got to train day and night to like, win
0: these drinking Do what contests. you love, and you'll never work a day.
1: <laughs>
0: like, I'm gonna stop and be your daddy.
1: I'm saying, give me money. Give me money, or I have to go do drinking contests for my kids. Look, i got to keep my kids in this Catholic school. I, I can't keep up with these drinking contests, so just let me do a sexual thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Where apparently someone just bumps a penis on your
1: head?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, my drinking contest <laughs> consists just blowing four guys. <laughs> all I'm saying is I've never seen anybody win any money drinking. That's all. I've seen plenty of people lose, lose
1: it all. Money. Seen, yeah, yeah, people come in yeah. second place.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um. So one day, Dad has a bad can. Yeah,
2: he barfs in the sink. And uh, God, I forget exactly what he said. He said, Jesus Christ, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he barfs in the sink, and he puts his his two fingers in his mouth, and he pulls them out, and... There's saliva, a little bit of blood, and ultra and a, slime. Yeah, it it it's just you know like a pale green goo. Uh, and this is when the real Resident <laughs> Evil Seven shit starts yeah. going down. Yep. So the the, the thing is, the dead kind of laughs a little bit, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, would you look doesn't, at
2: this? Doesn't drive immediately to the hospital with, hey, doc, green shit's coming out with my mouth. Matt, like,
1: he just won seven drinking contests. So. Fair
2: point. Fair point. Fair point.
1: He did not win any of the reasoning or good idea contests. Oh, shucks. I can't, <laughs> I, can't,
2: I can't argue that point. That's very solid.
1: Uh, he was you... thinking, I'll win more drinking contests. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, that slime's gonna lubricate the liquor yeah. going through my system.
0: That slime. Well, well, first of all, uh, you know, after before a night of heavy drinking, you know, I gotta have a base layer of slime. Well, you
1: gotta slime up, bro. <laughs> I gotta
0: have a base you layer. You've Gotta slime. slime up, and then I'm gonna do a top <laughs> layer of green shit, mm-hmm. and then definitely some purple
1: stuff. Some sunny D.
0: A little, a little blood chaser. Mm. And then I can drink all night. And that's what daddy liked to do. That's what daddy do. Daddy like it, Timmy. Daddy like it. Um,
2: so the, I think that's when we cut to the next morning. And Timmy goes out and sees that his dad fell off his barca lounger <laughs> on his back with vomit next to him. And his only inclination is cover him with a blanket. John
1: has lived not, with an alcoholic for a long time. Not, that's Timmy's how like, Janice not and
2: Jimmy died. It's just like, oh, no, uh, just a blanket. He'll be fine. Yeah. He already barfed. Uh, but he picks up the can and it is like firmly gooed to the floor. It's filled but with
1: slime stink. He,
2: yeah, he he picks it up and smells it and says that it smelled like something died in there, throws it in the garbage because
0: apparently they only have a 5 cent. This is the uh part of the episode that I called Ecto Coolers and Tear Jerkers. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh he comes home to find daddy watching afternoon tear jerkers in the dark and wants to continue watching that. Why is he watching soaps?
2: I I don't know. I don't remember uh, a specific reference to soaps in the short story, so much as just him watching TV all day. I can't remember. Yeah, I uh, I just wrote dad watching his stories. He puts the blanket on dad. It cuts to two days later. Uh, Dad's watching his stories. He asks him to put uh, to to black out the lights. Um, doesn't yeah, there's like a the light lights. sensitivity that. Yeah, there now. there starts to be a light sensitivity. Uh, and we start to notice that the dad's voice is changing a bit.
0: Yes, they've they've got an under effect of a yeah. growl on him.
2: Yeah, but it's it's subtle at this point. It gets worse later on, but that's when we start to see uh he he tells Timmy to go get him a case of uh, of Hero Supreme. And when Timmy leaves, we see on the side of of the dad's face that Things are starting to change. There, there starts to be. I don't know if it's if it's veins or if it's just the the mildew starting. Um, but then uh, later, it's him telling him to go sten- stay at his friend's house. Uh, like it's that's that's when he's doing his homework and he yells at his son for doing homework because there's light right he tells him to go stay with that no account friend of his um and before he leaves he asks if he ever misses mama and he just says like you, you just get going boy that is when uh, the doc and chief get to the house and I think that's when we take the egg break
0: all right we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this <laughs> <laughs>
4: Chuck Lumley works nights. He's a civil servant. And so is Bill. Chuck and Bill have a very strange partnership. They also have a happy staff... business is growing, their customers have no complaints, and the future looks good. However, Chuck is a little too serious about his work, so Bill is teaching him to take things easier. After all, night work can be fun. Just have to know where to look for it. Night shift. It makes the day seem dead by comparison.
0: What a
1: terrible, what a terrible trailer! trailer. Jesus Christ! Meat. Let me tell you about the.
0: David enjoys shoes and walking down the street. Meet Marco. Marco enjoys cocaine (laughs) rips and bong
1: hits. (laughs) When these
0: two cats get together, it's oil and water in a gallon of gasoline.
1: Jumping Jack Flash. (laughs) It's public domain. Jumping Jack Flash, this is up with people.
0: (laughs) One, two, three o'clock, Jumping Jack Flash. (laughs) (laughs) What a terror! That was... I remember seeing only like half of that movie. So the conceit is Henry Winkler runs a
2: mortuary. Yeah, they're in a morgue. Yeah, that's when they get... um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, who's like the... uh, person devoid of morals and ethics who starts working there and starts... (laughs) The guy who looks at an embalmed
0: body and goes, it's a (laughs) hole.
2: No, no, no. People don't start having sex with the
0: corpses. Maddie, I know that Shelly Long comes in because her pimp's been roughing her up. Yes. But... Uh, michael keaton's character is devoid of morals
2: so i guess that does stand to reason that like well if you don't like him warm we've got him
0: cold right like how did he get into the business he was like well i can't say no (laughs) and i can't say no to that
1: jump and jack
0: flash
1: a (laughs) b c one two three (laughs) jump and jack flash Up the water spout. (laughs) Down
0: came the rain and washed Jack out. Jumping Jack Flash. It's a... a, Hey, over there. (laughs) And we're back. Here is a first in transmissions from the Dark Side history.
1: Well, I got so excited about the new episodes of... Creep show. Uh, there were so many fun facts involved. I thought we could make a little game out of it. Mm, I guys, love it. Do you like to play a game?
0: <laughs> global. How about Global Cinema the Yeah.
1: Um, this game is entitled Eau de Barbeau. <laughs> you would be surprised at how many Adrian Barbeau movies A exist, B are terrible, C sound exactly like the names of perfumes. So. Guys, we are going to go down this list. Okay. Uh, I, I will start with uh, uh, Matt Rose. You yes. tell me if it is a perfume or if it is an Adrian Barbeau movie. Okay. okay let's go. All right. Aqua Woman. Movie. Eh. Oh, no. Wow. Colony. Movie. Eh. An idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gates of Darkness. A movie. Yes. Ding. Uh, hoax. Perfume. Eh. God damn it. I'm terrible at this game. It's you.
2: It is me. I'm a dummy.
1: No, the name is It's You.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. God, I'm going to have to go with movie.
1: Eh. That's it's insane guys um white shoulders perfume ding swell oh movie ding beyond the edge perfume and eh. god damn it cool water
2: perfume
1: ding complacent Movie. <laughs> It'd be a great perfume it name would though, be. wouldn't it? Yeah. Ding. <laughs> Unholy.
2: Movie.
1: Ding. Deceit. Perfume. Eh. God damn it. Dune. <laughs> movie. Eh. What? <laughs> it's a movie, but she's not in it. Oof. Uh, Crash. Perfume? Eh. God damn. <laughs> Escape. Perfume. Ding. (laughs) Swamp thing. (laughs) Uh, Ding. (laughs) So pretty. Perfume. Ding. Body power.
2: Movie.
1: Eh. Black cashmere.
2: Perfume.
1: Ding. Very nice. Got Uh, 10. Yeah, very nice. All right, Matt. You got to see if you can beat 10. Okay? Oh my God,
0: there's more.
1: Yeah, this is yours now. Now you,
0: this is a competition, baby. How many, how many are there total for each of us? Was that 20 for each?
1: Yes. Okay. okay. All right.
0: I'm keeping calm, Matty. Okay.
1: Okay. Alien. Perfume. Ding. Warwolves. Movie. Ding. <laughs> Snuff. Perfume? Ding. (laughs) Seduced. Perfume. Eh. Tourist. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Perfume.
1: Eh. Ambush. Perfume? Ding. Obsession. Perfume. Ding. Blood River. Movie. Ding. (laughs) Double-crossed.
0: Wow, they really could be both. Um, movie.
1: Ding. Fahrenheit. Perfume. Ding. Silk Degrees. Perfume. Eh. Ring of Darkness. Movie. Ding. Red Alert. Perfume. Eh. Ah. Red Door. Perfume. Ding. <laughs> Safari. Perfume. Ding. Sexual. Perfume. Ding. <laughs> no place like home. Movie. Ding. Fragile. Perfume. Ding. Are you just are you just guessing what you think it's not?
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm really George Costanza. It. Yeah,
1: it's great. Uh, big legend. Movie. Ding. Century City. Movie. Ding. Uh Ghost Rock. Movie. Ding.
0: Jesus Christ, you missed three.
1: You just destroyed that. Whew. Wow. Whew. That's a tough game though, right?
0: That there were so many that I was
2: honestly that going could be like, either. I was so impressed with myself that I got ten.
1: Uh uh, I played this with, uh, to, to practice this, I played this with Travis Pelto, and I gave him like, uh, it was like 17, and he got like a six out of 17, <laughs> and he was destroyed. He was like, I was so confident too. What are you talking about? <laughs> the fact that there was a perfume called Snuff in the 1940s, yeah. that's really something. And Colony.
0: There were A lot of them, I'll tell you how I got so many right is that I heard 20 before I went mm-hmm. that I was with Matt oh, yeah. the whole yep. way like every choice that Matt made I was like yeah, yeah. it's it, ding yeah no yeah so then I went well my instincts are wrong <laughs> <laughs> so take like the only one that I he- heard of of the two was cool waters mm-hmm. obsession mm-hmm. and there was like one more in yeah. there Fahrenheit, well, I, like, I think. Fahrenheit, I yeah. remembered um, as a perfume, but there was a couple in there that I have seen. Yeah, but it was like Catherine barely wears. Yeah, anything.
1: The fact that there are perfumes she's named
0: Naked. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. My wife.
1: My wife. The fact that there are perfumes named Body Power, Aqua Woman, and Sexual is a real bummer. Aqua
2: Woman really yeah. threw me
1: for a loop. Oh God, I didn't even get through the rest of the perfume list. There's one called Falconer
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you want to smell like the Falconer.
1: Ah! (laughs) Secret wish? Insolent? Iceman?
2: Insolent?
1: I I wasn't sure if you said
2: insolent or insulin.
0: I like secret wish. (laughs) Secret wish. Uh, Like what does diabetes smell like? (laughs)
4: It's a secret wish.
0: Just rub this on your nose. <laughs> and we're back. Yay! Doc and Chief at the door. The tension is building. The story is coming to its climax. Timmy's bangs are very much in his face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this house is hot, it's dark, and it stinks.
2: Um, so they are supposed to live on the second floor, uh but they are on the first floor and they see that one of the doors has been pushed in mm-hmm. uh when they when they go to the door and they look in the door's off his hinges and it's it's askew uh, but you can see what kind of looks like slimy handprints hmm. on the outside.
1: Some shit has gone down at this point. Oh, yeah.
2: Something yeah. something is awry.
1: Meanwhile, we're back at uh, Timmy. Timmy is telling the story of his dad getting worse and worse. One day, his dad wants hot beer. Uh, it's getting grosser and grosser. And finally, one day, dad tells Timmy, turn the lights on. This is when this episode gets turned up.
0: Oh, this- yeah. This episode has kind of just been... Okay, mm-hmm. not bad. Fun. This takes it to 10 in a jiffy. This looks yeah, great.
1: Yeah. So in the bark lounger is Dad, but now he's got, uh, he's all wrapped up, Timmy Description is all wrapped up in his blanket. He is all, he's, a, goop, he's a goopy papa.
0: I wrote, wow, incredible melting man times 10.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because it is everything that that movie's effects wanted to pull off, in someone sitting in, sitting in a chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is disgusting. Yeah. Well, and we
2: we see that, I think it was his his right arm turned into a tentacle. Looks sort of and it warmish. Was, yeah, yeah, and it was like pulsing. Yeah, and he said something like, uh, uh, "Timmy's like, Daddy, are you okay?" And don't he was know. like, "I don't, don't know. Don't hurt."
1: I, Feels kind of nice. nice.
2: Yeah, um, creepy. Yeah, and we we don't see what Daddy looks like. We just see Timmy back up against the door, and we see Daddy reach and grab the blanket around his face and start to pull it up. And because we he's just,
1: threatening Timmy, because Timmy's yeah. like, "I'm gonna go call the doctor." I, yeah, you're at the point now. I feel like maybe yeah. there's a problem. Don't call the doctor. Yeah, or I'll touch you and you'll look like this.
2: Yeah. And so we just see Timmy's face, and it's sheer terror. If this if this were the original creep show, this is where we would see like a, a red cell or a green cell in the background with like kind of a
0: zoom on the face. Yeah. Um, I will say this: I did not miss that aspect of the original.
1: Yeah, I. I the, the, there are a couple bits here and there where they use the treatment of like putting it in the frame. and in the cell. Yeah, I, I like cell. that, I was fine that was, with for that, transitions. Yeah.
0: But I didn't necessarily need it to go comic book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, in this scene, it must be noted that the creep show ashtray appears. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Cloran, who we will be mentioning forever uh, because he is the best person in the world for us <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to use as a resource. Uh, Brought up that creep show has an ashtray that appears in, I think, every single vignette. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's hoping that the ashtray will remain. But on the little end table near Daddy is the ashtray. It cuts back to Chief and Doc. They're going through it and they see that one of the doors in the apartment has been knocked down. Mm -hmm. And it is covered in schmutz. The slime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the handprint. Gross.
1: Yeah. Uh, They go upstairs. It is stinking more and more. There is. It's got to be at least 100 degrees
2: in there. Growing
1: everywhere. Uh, They see the chair. I've never seen a chair more disgusting.
2: Oh, that. It and I lived with a lot of gross in, ass roommates. Yeah, it was covered in mold. It was disgusting.
0: I wrote, I wrote what makeup? And then I wrote the chair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so we are bouncing back and forth faster and faster. So we know we are getting to. Right. The, so Timmy. With this horror. Timmy is telling the story about his dad. His thirst was just growing the, and growing yeah. beyond the beer. Yeah. More he doesn't want to thirst. talk about
2: daddy anymore. Please don't make me.
1: Uh, Doc finds uh, bones and remains of animals uh, all On the over ground. the yeah. yeah all over the ground, and he is disgusted. He
2: he begins to retch, and he runs. Uh, he runs to the end of the hall, and that's when uh, Timmy starts talking about how Daddy's thirst grew, uh, but it was more than just beer. And Doc runs into the bathroom, throws up into the sink, and then
1: sees the tar slowly
2: turns around and that's where we see the gooey gooey girls yeah the, the uh, I, it's hard the melty corpses mm-hmm. of the Grady twins where their faces kind of look like Edvard Munch's mm-hmm. st- the, you know the the scream uh it, disgusting yeah really creepy disgusting and w- Aside from the two children's corpses in the tub is just a mound of mold and mildew going up the wall and around. I mean, it is
0: disgusting. Again, my only touchstone for this is Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Nailed it. Resident Evil 7 has the country, the bayou house. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... A lot of the same motif is used mm-hmm. here, obviously Stephen King wrote this story
1: mm-hmm. years
0: before uh Resident Evil Seven was even an idea.
1: I'm going to allow it, counsellor. Thank you <laughs> but you tread lightly.
0: I will tread lightly on <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: that pussy. You
0: don't mind if I just jack off
1: next <laughs> to <time>. you? <laughs> Tread lightly, counselor. I said next to? <laughs> I'll allow it. would <laughs> like to see you in my chambers. Mupples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're parents.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lots on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Timmy is explaining to a horrified Dixie, as Doc is seeing all of this, that he brought them. He brought the girls he led to the Daddy, Grady's, yeah, because Daddy was so hungry.
2: Yeah, with no supplies and everybody, everybody having left, and the pets all already consumed, mm-hmm. he had no choice but to start feeding on children. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Adrian Barbeau, uh Dixie is shocked. terrified, shocked aghast agog and that's so this is when timmy starts to apologize and say i'm sorry nothing can stop him
0: we go back and this is so earned
1: Mm -hmm. because it
3: is
0: a jump scare that's coming your
3: way
1: yeah
0: it's so
2: fucking earned. It's great. Yes. Yeah, so Chief goes into the bathroom. He sees the corpses. He grabs Doc. They go out. Chief has his gun on the door. Tells him, you know, you come out. You're under arrest. The door slowly opens. And then perspective shifts. And now you see behind Doc and Chief. And there the giant blob monster. Blob, blob monster. Yeah rises up behind them and you're right it is it is, it is a jump scare but it is an earned jump scare and, uh,
1: and chief like basically punches him with the gun almost he's in, shooting in, in it inside in his
2: gelatinous gut
1: to fires, no avail all, yeah.
2: fires every bullet no effect uh and that is when richie just kind of knocks him to the ground and he slimes him yeah he he falls on him and kind of consumes him now doc gets out of there right doc does get out of there yes doc man right before doc leaves though
1: doc sees oh god that richie is starting to divide divide.
2: and it is so great so um giancarlo esposito does a great Mm -hmm. job of terrified faces in this and so it cuts to his face and he's freaking the fuck out and you see richie start to split in two richie eventually does split in two they both turn at him and he's running down that darkened hallway and so it shifts back to us looking down the darkened hallway and we just see a dimly lit room where we see it's not just the two yeah That it is a bunch of them, and there's tentacles everywhere. And it was just, in my opinion, one of the best Lovecraft scenes of any movie.
1: Kind of feels a little bit uh, slimier, but kind of like those monsters in the basement of uh, Resident Evil 7 that come out of the walls. Yeah, the mold. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, When I saw it, I was like, this is cosmic horror. Oh, yeah. This is straight cosmic horror. Like, I am freaked out and then it goes back to the diner it and does adrian barbeau is
1: horrified
0: racking the the computer well i guess the adding machine yeah and being
2: like that is that is technically computer
0: she's right. like 600
1: 1200 well uh well twenty four thousand. yeah timmy is apologizing profusely and uh and doc is like we need to get the fuck out of here stop playing on the the calculator uh, what are you doing?
2: Six days to the end of everything, yeah, three point eight million in six days it's It's essentially a Fibonacci sequence where these things spread so quickly that there's it's exponential there's there's no way we can stop them and uh Doc starts yelling at Dixie, we've got to go there there there's too many to stop. We just need to leave. Stop adding, stop yeah. doing math. Dixie we has realized that there
1: is nowhere to go. This is yeah. all done in six days. Yeah, so it's, yeah. don't bother. Six days
2: to the end of the earth. And that's when we hear a crash and we just see a bunch of arms reach down, grab Doc, and pull him up. Done.
1: It was awesome.
2: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> now uh, that's the episode. That is the episode. And that's this episode. Let's uh, go to the writer's room. Is there anything that you would change? No, on my uh, book. I, no. I, no,
2: I mean I it's, it. it's 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 a Jen and I said earlier, it's a solid short story. Yep. I I really like the short story. I like the additions they made. Um, not all of them were necessarily like script choices so much as like some of the shots. I mean that end the 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 shot that I was talking about where it's just a darkened hallway and you see them splitting and you just that i just i just wrote like oh my god what a shot
1: they must have thrown a lot of money at this
2: uh
0: according to some of the things that i read not as much as you think huh the thing that blows my mind and this is weird but like when i loaded up shutter i was expecting to see this like on the front page yeah it was not on the front page that's true uh you were on the xbox app were you i was on the xbox app on my i uh my ipad Really, uh, th- um, when I
2: was on um, the the shutter app, the Android app, it was it was front and center. But um, the Xbox app, it's not.
1: It wasn't so I was front, I was kind of. It surprised. wasn't front and center on the because um, I watch it through Amazon Prime. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of my one of the channels that I subscribe to yeah. through Amazon Prime. But it is all over IMDb, and maybe it's just because of my search history. But they do have like the site takeover page framework. Saying, hey, go watch this. Okay. I'm um good.
2: but it man, I if if the first and second vignette are anything to indicate what we can expect from the rest of the series, guys, I am fucking excited. I am
1: delighted, yeah. I also God, I, I think about watching Monsters and Tales and Freddy's Nightmares and all of that stuff when we were kids. Mm-hmm. To watch this as a ten-year-old, oh my God, I would have shit my pants. Yeah,
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be wrecked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would be like, I'm not coming.
0: Especially the next episode. Yeah,
1: that, oh Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh God, the House of the Head is.
1: Yeah, I got a, man. I got things to say about that one.
2: Yeah,
0: me too. Um, you can get in contact with us at Tea from the Dark Side on. You'll be a bit. Oh, we the scale. have to rate it. We, we have, have, have to give it a the scale. scale. Oh yeah. One second. Jen, give us a scale.
1: Uh, scale of one to ten. How many uh, How many alien beer cans would you give this?
2: Nine and a half beer cans. I'm
0: at nine. I'm at nine.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine, too. I, I mean, I want to give it a ten, but I feel like we've got... I, I House, we've of gotta the head.
2: Give it, House of the Head, I think, is... is that's why I gave it a nine and a half. I yeah. couldn't give it a ten.
1: Yeah. But I feel like they're all going to be great, so... I'm
2: yeah, very excited. I, I for can't what's wait. Coming. I can't wait for the one with Jeffrey Combs.
1: Oh yeah, love Jeffrey Combs. And I think this was a great way to um, to kick off the series and yeah, tell with you the and, and let you know what we're going to expect.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I'm so excited for the rest yeah. of the series. And I, I really hope that they they pick it up for another. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's getting it's getting good press and stuff. So yeah. I really hope so. <sighs>
1: How can they get in touch with us, Maddie?
0: You can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Instagram and Facebook, TFTDS Pod on Twitter. If you want to help the show out and you like what we're doing here, the best way to do that is just to tell one person that you know who likes this type of thing about the show. That's it. Uh, that would help us out tremendously. And, uh, guys, did I forget anything? Uh, try, try to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Happy Transmissions-tober. Yay! Yay! Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Ape Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS pod Email us at tea from the dark at gmail.com until next time try to enjoy the daylight.